Good day, good day, good day, everybody. Welcome to another episode of uh, Coffee Conversations. I'm uh, Father David. And I'm Deacon Bob. So glad to have you join us again today. Sorry we were away for just a little bit. You know, parish life is crazy and uh, things kind of came up. So we had a little gap, but we're uh, just excited to be back, uh, be back in the in the saddle again. So it's, uh, can you believe it's already third, third, uh, third Sunday? No, I can't believe that Advent is almost over and we're moving up towards Christmas. Ah, it's insane. I mean, they say when you get older, you know, time goes faster, but like, I didn't think I was that old. <laughs> I'm getting there. It's going really fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's been a good, uh, it's been a good time uh, around here. The parish for this Advent season, a little different as we know this year, but, um, and think about have you done what's what's been fun or fun or fruitful about uh, your Advent season? We went to Manor's Tree Farm out in Ashtabula County and cut oh, yeah. a Christmas tree down. Nice. We've been doing that for I don't know since I was like ten. Nice. So it's been pretty cool. Was it a Griswold family Christmas um, uh, experience? No, it was really nice. <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't raining, it wasn't snowing. We've been out there when it's like below zero, so oh yeah, this was great. Did you use a chainsaw or a, or a just a hand saw? You know, a lot of people had like those battery operated reciprocal saws, really, kind of like a sawzall. Hmm. But we had the old fashioned, just kind of nice like saw. You wanted a workout. Yep. You know, you want the full the full Paul Bunyan experience. Mm-hmm. Nice. How about you? Yeah, uh, it's been good. But I was just thinking of, thinking about trees. Um, I did go. My family and I went to uh, Gale House um, Tree Farm down in Akron area, Doylestown area, when I was real young. We've always gotten real trees. Um, I'm not sure. I'm trying. It seems like there's a good amount of people that still get live trees. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so we we got another another live tree there uh, from from Gale House this year. I guess it was a Norwegian Norwegian spruce. So normally we get blue spruces because the, the the branches are decently heavy. You can hang. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of ornaments. You know, my my mom's you know had a lot of ornaments from from her her parents and our you know our grandparents and you know kind of personal things and. Uh, it's it's really beautiful when it's all together, but it's a lot of weight. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's for sure. Yeah, and um, it's probably we've probably got about a seven foot tree, and it's like it's like a bush. You can't see through it. It's it's real real thick. Um, I was afraid we were gonna find a bird's nest in there wow. or something, but very cool. But now it's good. You know, the tree is up and it's uh, all decorated, and you know it's it's for as as for Advent, uh, one of the things I wanted to do. Was uh, you know fast a little bit from my from my from my phone, uh, just my smartphone, and because I can just you know I just find myself you know on there so much you know mm-hmm. as we're as we're anticipating you know Christmas you know the coming of Jesus, um, you know to be more aware of you know where God is in my life you know to fast from my phone a little bit and uh, it's it's been a challenge. <laughs> I uh, I don't know if you've ever looked at your wellness. Uh, you know your wellness meter like uh-huh. how, how much screen time the graph <laughs> you, you have yeah. So it's sometimes it's a little a couple more hours than I'd I'd like to see. <laughs> it's kind of cool having that graph there because you know I I'm not I don't think I'm on the phone as much as I am until I look at that graph and went Whoa. yeah you're like oh okay yeah. yeah yeah and you can break it down like how many apps you like what what apps you use mm-hmm. and, uh, and different things. It's always good when we have like recording for mass days because it's like the camera is way up so yeah. so I actually didn't use it quite as much as I. <laughs> I did because we'll record. I'll use the phone to record for mass, but um, but in these last days, I just want to dig a little deeper. Uh, I have to say it's been it's been joyful not checking my email all the time uh, on my phone, just to kind of be a little detached in that way. So it's been a little more opportunity for some some prayer and just you know just some mental downtime too. So yeah, that's it's, good. It's been it's been great. So 
But today for our topic, because we're getting pretty close to um, Christmas, you know, during the Advent season, uh, each of the weeks kind of talk kind of talk about a different theme, you know, um, faith, uh, hope, uh, and love, uh, largely, uh, and then joy, certainly, for the third week. So I just wanted to focus a little bit today on faith. Like, what is uh, faith exactly? You know, kind of thinking about it, you know, along the terms of like a conversation. You know, I don't know if you've ever been in a conversation where you seem to be on the same, you know, on the same track as someone else, but then kind of not. And the mm-hmm. conversation may or may not seem like it's kind of going anywhere. And, um, you know, I think one thing that's helpful to do when you're having a conversation really kind of about anything, but especially something that's that's complicated, is to clarify terms, you mm-hmm. know. So, like, you know, what do you mean by this? You know, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever if you've ever done that in a conversation I had a 10-year conversation with one of my friends, and it took us to about year eight to figure out what each one, each other was talking about. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so there was a couple of parallel lines that never intersected until year eight. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, it, it happened. Got but, there. But you got there, right? Right. Uh, the train train left the station. But mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, so but it's just, I think it's just helpful. I know I've done it a number of times in conversations. And so today I want to do it with faith uh, a little bit. So like, what do we what do we really mean by faith? Because sometimes I think there can be misconceptions about what faith is, you know, um, largely that faith isn't, you know, it's not just a pacifier to, you know, the realities we don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it can be it kind of, there can be kind of misconceptions to faith. But then we can also have, you know, kind of lackluster, you know, in a sense, understanding. So like, there's a little more to this than maybe the current understanding you know, that we have. So, so it's, it's good because there's always more to grow in. So, mm-hmm. so I want to just kind of getting into this, I want to ask you uh, just, just a question. What do you, what do you, what do you think about this? You know, is faith, you know, uh, an emotion or a feeling? Is it a habit or is it a gift? Well, I think yeah. the answer for that would be yes. Oh, <laughs> wow. You cut the, cut the, you cut the answer quick. Um, yeah. So, um, so long story short, uh, yeah, it's, it's Yes. So faith has a lot of different um, components to it. In a certain sense, it's it's a feeling we have. It's an it's it's an experience, an emotion. Um, it's a habit. Uh, it's kind of a sense of virtue, something that we we live out in an intentional way. Um, but it's also a gift, and and really, it's primarily a gift, something that's given to us by God, not something that we make happen. But today, I just want to talk, um, just kind of in thinking and praying through this. I just want to talk about. One aspect of faith, uh, faith as uh, not just a feeling or gift, but habit. I'm going to use uh, a little story and a and a and a quotation to kind of help us do this. So, a couple weeks ago, there was a there was a guy who was in my office, and we were just talking, and he he had a question, you know, and his question was was like, why do I have to go to mass? You know, why do I? Uh, I mean, I ha- I have faith. Um, you know, I, I was baptized. I have a, a certain, you know, a sense of uh, understanding of God, but I don't understand, you know, why I need to go to Mass, why I have to live out my faith, you know, in like this this time, this date, this location with these people, you know, uh, and all that. And he used uh, kind of an analogy to explain what he was thinking. And, you know, we've all heard the story in the scriptures of, you know, uh, building your house on a foundation, you know, mm-hmm. so there's Either you build it on, on pebbles, on sand, or on you know concrete, mm-hmm. right? And um, I don't know if you've 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 built uh, anything before and needed to pour a foundation. No, I haven't done that. 
Have you? No. Uh, no. Uh, the only thing closest to it was I was on a, a, a mission trip down in Honduras, and we had to mix some some concrete for uh, one of the orphanages they were they were building. So that was oh, that's cool. That was something of experience. <laughs> but they don't have wheelbarrows and stuff, so we had to mix it like in the dirt, oh, <laughs> so with like a with like a like a like a stick. So that was the one time I had to mix concrete without a mixer. So wow. But uh, that's a whole other whole other story. Another for story an, for another another day. day but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you, you, you want to have a good foundation, right? You want you want something. You want your house sitting on on concrete. Uh, otherwise, it's gonna it's gonna collapse and fall. You know, if you have a storm. So he used an analogy of you know I've been given a he knows like I've been given a foundation, right? I've been baptized. Uh, I have I have kind of God within me. I've been given faith in a certain sense. So we kind of we, we we take that for granted. But and he said, well, but it's up to me to kind of build whatever house I would like, you know, on top of that foundation. And he was kind of saying this in a sense of it doesn't really matter kind of what, you know, uh, the house is. I can kind of design it uh, kind of according to whatever I think is good. Mm-hmm. And a part of this analogy, I think, is what, what's good was that, you know, we have a there's a need for a certain participation. You know, we need, we need to do something. You know, faith is given, but, you know, we have to build something. You know, we have to. Uh, enter into it, but I wanted to to sit with it just a little longer because um, it didn't seem like just quite right uh, to me. Because he was trying to use it to justify living a faith kind of outside of the church. Like mm-hmm. you don't really need the church, you don't really ma- need mass, you don't really need these things um, to to live a faith. And as, and as I thought and prayed about it, I thought, you know, uh, sure. You can uh, you can you can have a foundation. You can build uh, whatever house you want. But it's you know when you're building something, uh, it's helpful to have like a blueprint. You know a certain like thing you're following. Mm-hmm. You know to build the house, and then certain materials. You know, so you can choose to to use you know two by fours and insulation and siding and 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 roofing, and actually you know consult you know an engineer you know someone who um, really uh, knows how to build a house well. Um, or you can kind of find whatever's around, you know, maybe some some tree branches and some leaves and some mud and, you know, kind of just throw something together. And I don't know if you've ever made a a hut before out of, out of mud or something. But. Well, we, we used to make um, like lean-tos. Oh, yeah, Boy Scouts, um, yeah. For Boy Scouts. But that whole idea of what do we build on that foundation, I think the little kid's story of the three little pigs, you know, the one builds it out of straw, the one builds it out of stick, mm-hmm. and only the one who built it out of bricks and took the time to do it actually survives right and i think a lot of times our faith is like that yeah because i mean there there is big big bad wolves you know in our lives that we Mm -hmm. encounter there's there's life there's death there's suffering there's uh pandemic there's all kinds of things that 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 come right and we don't we don't have really have any control over over that right um but we kind of do have control in a sense you know how what kind of house we build um yeah that's a good that's a good that's a good analogy you know, but in these two in these two structures, you know, one that's built well and one that's kind of uh, put together. Um, you know, one's going to help you keep one's going to help keep you dry. One's going to help keep you warm and really achieve the end for which you know it's it's really it's really made. Uh, and the other one's kind of you know it's going to do the job, but it's kind of more or less going to help you limp along and um, you know I mean but it may come undone you know much mm-hmm. more easily um, because it's not really not built, you know, too well. So I was just thinking about all this. Um, and I, I, re- I responded back to him, um, in an email just kind of after we, uh, we, we, we had that conversation 
and I really appreciate him making the comment because it's it's obviously helped me to to understand you know what yeah what is faith and why why does the church matter? And so I want to talk about just a little bit about our own lives of faith um, and what is what is the the virtue the habit the doing of faith kind of look like in in our own lives. So first and foremost, you know, faith is a gift. It's given to us at our baptism. And without baptism, you know, we wouldn't have God's life with, within us. But it's something we're called out to live. You know, I um, have been really enjoyed doing baptisms um, as, a, as, a pre- as a deacon and now as a, as a priest. And, uh, you know, just, you know, sometimes the kids are screaming and mm-hmm. sometimes they're, they're nice and chill. This last one I had, he was, he, he was just asleep, you know. So, <laughs> um, so that, I don't know if you've had any. You probably had a few uh, fun baptism experiences. You know what I find good about baptisms is a lot of times it's the first time the parents come back to church mm-hmm. after like they've left their house as a kid. So they're starting to figure out what does faith mean in my life. Mm-hmm. They might just be baptizing the baby because grandma wants them to, but the fact that they're there shows an eagerness on their part that that this is important to them. They may yeah. not understand. I love that line in the beginning of the baptism ritual that says, you know, you are the first parents. Yeah. Do you clearly, or the first teachers um, of your child, do you clearly understand all you are about to undertake? Right. And they all say yes. Do you know what you are doing? <laughs> and grandmas <laughs> laugh. It's like you have yeah. no clue what's coming next. Yeah. Um, but as Which long, is, as, as, long yeah. as God is with you and you have faith within your life, you can survive anything. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. And I was going to bring that up. You know, that whole line, you know, there's a questioning of the parents and the godparents. You know, do you realize the the responsibility? You know, so this day is a gift, but do we realize the responsibility that's coming along, you know, with this day of, of raising this child in, in, uh, in the faith? Because it's not just going to magically happen that they mm-hmm. that they have faith, you know, that or that they understand what that is. You know, it kind of has to be unpacked for them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we, we, we ask uh, parents, you know, right, at baptism uh, about that. So I came, I came across a little, a fun little thing. I don't know what, what you call this. It's like where you use a word and each, you know, each, each letter of the word kind of corresponds to something. Mm-hmm. Um, it kinda, can kind of be fun and, and helpful. Uh, so it's, it's, it's the word habits. So, right, so a virtue is uh, a habit. You know, it's, it's our acting out um, of, uh, of, of good action. You know, in our life to to help us live well. You know, mm-hmm. that's what virtues are. So, uh, it's a, it's a sense of habit. And if you unpack habit in a in a, in a way, H could correspond to holy hour, A for accountability, B for Bible, I for invest, T for tell, and S for sacraments. And I think this was kind of you know, sort of related to this this conversation. I think these are the habits. These are the things that we can do. Um, in our life, no matter what's going on, um, no matter what, like, whether we feel like we have faith or not, because you know sometimes we don't always feel like we have faith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just just you know, depending on, on where we're at and and kind of what's going on, uh, these are the things that we can do and engage in that I think help to foster our faith, help to build a good house. You know, so whether it's doing a holy hour, you know, whether it's a whole hour, or whether it's some time of prayer in our in our day, that we're spending some time with God, you know, in 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 dialogue, um, accountability, that uh, you know we we're we're journeying with with some other people in our life, you know, we're telling them uh, the things that we're going through and uh, the good things and the and the struggles, the Bible, you know, that we have scripture, 
that we're reading the scripture, not just for the sense of, you know, kind of reading the stories, but you're hearing what is God speaking to me. Investing, you know, a life of charity. You know, where are we giving our, our life over to other people um, in, in love? Uh, t- telling, you know, where are, we, where are we telling people about our relationship with God? Actually, you know, using not just actions, but, but words. Uh, and then finally, you know, and, and pretty significantly, S for, for sacraments. You know, these places where God's life touches ours, mm-hmm. that we receive God's presence. So these are these are the habits. These these are the things we can we can do to nurture uh, a life or faith. What do you think? You know, uh, Deacon Bob. Like, what do you think? You think one of these things you do well, and maybe one of the things you you wanna you wanna grow in yourself. Um, I think I invest. I was gonna ask you like, that's not money. That's no, yeah. Like invest your time or invest your um, yourself into something i think i do charity well which is really like service yeah as charity i always yeah. thought it meant like giving money to people but sure it's really taking care of people yeah and that's your that's your really your mission as a deacon mm-hmm. you're what you're i mean deacons uh their their main role is to be of service uh to to the community so um and i know deacon bob does that really well here at the parish and then probably the one i'm going to work on more is evangelization you know how do we how do we tell people our story um, we're working mm-hmm. on that in our Alpha program as well. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're interested in our Alpha program here at St. Gabriel, you can look at our website, and hopefully that will help you learn more about evangelization. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think with me, um, I think uh, one of the things, at least I've done well um, during the time of pandemic, is, is doing a holy hour. And just a, a time of prayer throughout the day where I kind of just really, uh, I sit and I just I, I be with be with the scriptures and be with God and, it's been something really fruitful uh, to my life, but I can say, you know, there's not, you know, priests don't want to pray sometimes, <laughs> you know, or we're, we're human beings and we, we get tired and, you know, there's some days that a holy hour is a struggle and I don't want to necessarily be there or do it, but um, that's where I can really have to remind myself that this is something um, that's, that's a virtue. It's something I'm giving myself to. And over time I can see just fruit of it. I think, I think, I think with me, I think uh, actually the, the Bible is something I want to, uh, something grow in myself. It's kind of one of those things as, as Catholics. Um, you know, it's kind of there. Uh, and we maybe have done a Bible study, but, mm-hmm. you know, we can always improve our relationship uh, with the scriptures. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something I want to work on myself. So, But I think that's just as we approach this new year, uh, I think this it's the question we can ask, you know, what kind of house am I building? You know, uh, where, where, where am I at in my faith life? What is, what is faith to me? You know, and do I see it more as a, as a as a or gift, more as, more a, as a habit, or more as a feeling. Um, yeah, there's any 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 or any closing thoughts? Feeling. Uh, think about. I think it was Thomas Aquinas who said, "Love is an act of the will that mm. we choose to love people, even when the feeling's gone." Yeah. And I think faith is also an act of the will mm-hmm. that we choose. I mean, faith is a gift, but we choose to practice that faith without all the excuses sometimes we come up with why why we can't do things. Mm-hmm. You know, like we do when we love somebody. Sometimes there's a lot of excuses of why we can't love them today. So I would say think about it. If you're having a struggle with love or with faith, um, choose to do better and see if that helps. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, I mean, I think and essentially, you know, it's engaging in the life of faith. Uh, it's best done, you know, through the church and, and with our habits, you know. 
the churches. That's why the church is just a great gift to us uh, in nurturing uh, our faith. So thanks for taking this time uh, to be with us today, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to these, uh, these thoughts. Know of our prayers uh, for, uh, for you. And we'll, we'll close with, uh, with a closing prayer uh, as we get closer to this, uh, this Christmas season, which is just, just upon us. So I'm excited uh, for, these, for these coming weeks and to see what happens at, at Christmas and, um, and all that. So. Sounds good. Well, let's pray in the name of the Father and Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord God, we ask you to open our minds and our hearts to the gift of faith that you've given us. We ask you, Lord, to help us to build a house that will withstand the wind and the wolves. Give us the faith to be able to um, do those things that help us to come closer to you that the church says are important even though they're not always the funnest things to do. And we ask these things, and we ask all things through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you, Deacon, for, uh, for joining today. And everyone stay, uh, stay holy, stay happy, and stay healthy as we uh, move through this, uh, this Advent season. God bless.